You may have seen uh, when we started the show, I actually took you straight to that media briefing that the higher education minister, Bladen Zimanda, was holding because he was going to make some important announcements on what was going to happen with uh, with students at tertiary institutions for the rest of the year. And of course, I told you Bonga Dulane was at that uh, briefing and uh, he's just stepped out to have a conversation with us about what came out of it. Bonga, good afternoon. Thank you for being with us at this hour. So it was a very long briefing indeed. What would you say were some of the salient points that came out of it. Thank you, Joanne. Yes, Minister Blaine's mind there being uh, very clear regarding what's going to happen now that we're moving to level two and in terms of also universities basically saying that 66% of people are expected or are allowed back to campuses. You remember level three was 33%. So from the 1st of September, up to 66% of the total number of students in campuses can be allowed back for actual classes because most of them have been learning remotely and then also made a very important announcement that he's very confident that the universities can make up this much and they also touched the fact that 30 um sorry 80 people in the community sector in the higher education sector have died because of covid 19 that's including over 35 uh, uh, staff members 36 students at Tibet colleges and nine students from universities. So the minister is just giving a wide range of issues, what's happening now, reopening, what they expect, who's going to be affected, and how the process will work on those who will be allowed back, the new 33%. So who's going to make up the new 33% so that they can go to 6% of people going back to varsity. You, you know, we, we have heard, we remember that earlier briefing that uh, that Bladen Zimande gave a few weeks ago, in which he spoke about NISFAS's efforts to make sure that a procurement pl- uh, process was going to take place to, uh, to to avail particular students who were struggling to pay their fees with uh, equipment like laptops to be able to work from home. Has anything in that uh, regard been done? He was very angry about also that one because there's been rumors he says in the media that the tender went out and it's riddled with corruption. The minister basically saying that after NEFAS sent out a bid, they the companies that apply did not meet the requirements and that tender will happen again. They're gonna send it out again. So they're gonna start their whole process afresh. He was very adamant that there's been no corruption and it comes to the laptops of this tender because it has not begun yet. It might take another month or two, and was very adamant that he has not interfered in any way with the process. You remember that there was a letter Bando Olomisa wrote earlier on today about how the Monday has an, it rules with the Iron Feast and that he is meddling with his department whether in the CETA or NEFSA. So he was just giving an update saying that Mr. Olomisa is being used by people with ulterior motives, with nefarious means, and that he was clear that with him, he fights corruption and that his department, he runs it with people. He's not a dictator and he's not corrupt. So they're just giving us that update. So I was very angry about particularly that thing that Mr. Olamisa and this are his words saying he's talking crap. Honorable Olamisa, that's what he said. Wow, strong words indeed. And, and I see that he's also spoken about corruption in regard to these 5,000 NISFAS beneficiaries who are no longer going to receive funding. And, and he seems to, to uh, imply that some students have committed corruption. Yes, sure. And you'd say that it's basically corruption because these students earn more than uh, students who qualify to be a NEFSA. So they con the system, that's what he calls it, or they game the system because the government's uh, pro, um, uh, check mechanisms are not really up to scratch that they know exactly if I'm lying or not that I need NEFSA. But it was very clear that 5,000 students who are NEFSA have been cut off 
is saying that if they cannot pay back the money, they would look at legal action because we're saying they're taking away from students who actually need the funds. So that's why important it is. So he's saying that the government will try the way to find out those who came the system will be held accountable. But it's very thin on the details whether or not this is possible because the covering that money, Joanne, can take quite a long time. It could also be an impossible task. But those they did promise that they're going to find ways to make sure that people who game the system never qualify again and that they don't do this because they're taking away from students who actually need the money. So tell me, I mean, is the implication that, that most of these students uh, actually did this on purpose, that they submitted documents that were incorrect uh, as, a, as a result of their deliberately wanting to participate in a corrupt exercise? Or is it a matter of just people not knowing the, the, uh, the, uh, the rules around this and the regulations around this strictly enough for them to have submitted the correct information? He mentioned that, Joanne, those who deliberately misled the department or NFSAs will be the ones they're looking at, but they want students or particular students who've been flagged to provide them with information that basically shows they didn't do this deliberately or they didn't know the rules. And it was very clear that they're not on a witch hunt, but they do want to find out who exactly is gaming the system, who isn't. There might be students who don't know, but I don't think the minister wanted to go that far because at the end of the day, it's 5,000 applicants, so the 5,000 beneficiaries. So they worry that it's been open to a system of abuse. So you are saying that they have to prove that those ones were flagged, didn't know the rules, or that they didn't do this deliberately. So the minister, it's a gray area that they're still trying to find a way to ensure that they prove that they needed that money or not that they are trying to steal from government invested commerce. Yeah. Bonga, thank you so much for watching that for us. Bonga Dulane, our EWN reporter, live to us there, having just stepped out of that media briefing that the higher education minister, Bladen Zimade, held a short while ago.